If you asked me for my New Year resolution, it would be to find out who I am. Cyril Cusack. Welcome to the Financial Clarity Podcast, dedicated to helping you make smart money decisions, live your values, achieve your dreams, and get more life from your money. This is episode 16. Hello there. Happy New Year. I'm Mark Sinderson, and thanks again for joining me for this episode of the podcast, where this week we're going to talk about how to turn those New Year's resolutions into reality. And in the fun money segment, I'm going to talk about a great music management and playback solution for all you budget audio files out there. As always, the show notes, along with any links and additional resources for this episode, can be found at financialclaritypartners.com forward slash FCP016. Now, since we're going to be talking about resolutions today, I'm going to be very resolute and recite the all-important disclaimer. Please remember that when you listen to this or any other financial podcast, that you shouldn't take advice from me on this show. I don't know you or your specific situation, and you don't know me very well, so please think of this show as just helpful information, tips, and education. Before you make any decisions about your financial life, make sure to speak with your legal advisor, your tax advisor, or your financial advisor. It's just a smart thing to do. Happy New Year! 2018 is just around the corner as I'm recording this uh, on the week between Christmas and New Year's. So I wanted to wish everybody a happy and prosperous year to come. Seems like years go by faster and faster. Um, This time of year is when many of us make resolutions for the upcoming year. All of us want to improve our lives, and making resolutions seems like the perfect way to kickstart the new us. Unfortunately, many resolutions seem to fall by the wayside by mid-January, if not sooner. Um, look at all those uh, health clubs that fill up the day after uh, you know, January 2nd and are empty again by February 1st. Well, estimates are that less than 10% of people who actually make resolutions actually succeed in setting and achieving those resolutions. Why is that? Well, I think it's because the vast majority of resolutions are made last minute without really thinking about what it might take to actually turn that resolution into reality. I think while it's a great thing to want to improve ourselves, any steps towards improving ourselves needs to be done in a way that connects with who we are and what we're about as individuals. If we just set things to be done without really taking this pre-step of figuring out who we are, I think the odds of success are much, much lower, which means we only get more frustrated and negative and pessimistic about our ability to actually change after we've experienced failure after failure trying to change. So I think our ability to make changes in our life, in almost every area of our life, often comes down to creating new habits and changing our existing behaviors. Think about it. If we really don't know what our default behaviors or habits are, how can we expect to change that if we don't even know what 
exists in the first place. So what I've got here is some tips on turning resolutions into reality. And this is based on my own experience, both success and failure over the years, as well as lots of research that's been done into the, let's call it the science of resolutions. So here we go. The first thing I think is real important is you want to clearly define your goals. Pick a few specific items that fit you as a unique individual, not a bunch of general things that apply to somebody else that you read on the internet or saw in People magazine. Um, instead of, I'm going to exercise more, how about I will schedule a 30 minute walk every day? And if walking isn't your thing, find an activity you enjoy and tie your resolutions to it. That goes back to making sure any resolutions we make fit with who we are as individuals. Once you've defined those goals, those resolutions, you want to track your progress. How do you know if you're succeeding at something and still on track if you don't know where you've been or where you want to go? The answer, you don't. So you increase the odds of success greatly by keeping track of your progress with all the ups and downs that go along with it. The third thing is have patience. Nothing worthwhile happens overnight. It all takes time, uh, and it takes time and effort to turn a resolution into a reality. Don't put too much pressure on yourself and expect that the new you is going to emerge in just a few days. Take pride in the fact that you're committing to a long-term plan, not just a short-term quick fix. Another thing that I found helpful for myself, and the research kind of bears it out, is that you want to publicize your goals. It's a lot harder to bail on your own resolutions if others know about it. Uh, so you can tell your spouse or family, or you can plaster it all over social media. If it's up to you how you do it. The important thing is you want to let the world know, or at least a subset of the world that you actually care about, people that you, you love that are part of your life, you want to let them know what your goals are. Uh, so like I said, you can tell your spouse or family or you could let the whole world know. However you do it, make sure that you let others in your life that you truly care about know of your goals. We typically want to please those that we love, so letting them know immediately helps us out in our um, quest to obtain that goal. Another thing that's really helpful and maybe is easier for us now than it was in the past because all of us live by our schedule is put your goal, your resolution on your schedule. A lot of times, one of the hardest things to do is to actually find the time for things that we're not used to doing. So anytime you've got a new resolution or a new goal, it's uh, by definition new and it's harder to break out of our old habits if we, in our mind, all of a sudden don't have the time to do something different. So put it on your schedule, and that's going to help you in actually moving towards achieving your goal. So schedule the time uh, for you to work on your resolutions. If one of your resolutions is to exercise more, schedule time that makes sense for you to actually work on getting more exercise. If one of your resolutions is to learn a new language or read more, 
put it on your schedule, whatever makes sense for you. Put it down and that helps you uh, find specific time in your already busy day to add that uh, goal and that uh, work towards achieving that goal on your, on your calendar. It helps a lot. One thing to remember, and I've fallen into this, this trap myself because I tend to be, sometimes I can be hard on myself. And one of the things that I've done in the past is I've made the link in my mind that it's all or nothing. Either I've achieved my goal 100% or it's been a complete failure. Well, that's not true. It's not all or nothing. Don't set yourself up for failure by making your resolution something that is an ultimatum. Any progress is good. So give yourself credit for moving in the right direction. And lastly, life is full of ups and downs. So we need to be resilient in uh, the achievement of any goal or resolution that we set. So like I said, life is full of ups and downs. And in order to get through life, we have to be flexible. So if you have a setback or even completely stop in your quest to achieve your resolution or resolutions, don't give up. Get back to things as soon as you can, pick up where you left off, and start moving forward again. I hope these tips have helped, uh, will help you uh, set your own resolutions and turn them into realities instead of just resolutions that fall away after a few weeks. I've, I've used these tips on myself uh, and as tools. I've used these tips as tools for myself over the years, and they've helped me. So I just wanted to kind of put those out there uh, and see if they might be able to help you. The process of setting and achieving goals, no matter in what area of life it is, is one of those things that, that makes life more enjoyable, productive, and fun. So that's the important thing. Have fun with the, uh, with the process of setting and achieving your resolutions because in the end we're doing all of this to improve ourselves so have fun in the process enjoy the process and revel in the benefits that you get from them happy new year once again okay into the fun money segment now and i'm going to talk about a music software or management program called rune rune what's that well I've long been what I like to call a budget audiophile, which means I love good sounding music and I enjoy reproducing and listening to music on an afford on affordable high end equipment. Now, over the years, I've invested invested quote unquote <laughs> some of my money in uh, various amplifiers, music players, turntables, headphones, and speakers in in search of a great listening experience without busting my budget. Now, over the years, you know, since the late 80s, really, I've built up a decent collection of compact discs. Now, some of you may not have any CDs, but I've built up a pretty good collection of uh, music CDs over the years that I've lovingly ripped to, uh, to a digital format in a, what's called a lossless file format called FLAC. I'll put a link to this in the show notes. Um, and I've stored those on a hard drive. And while the quality of the music is great, I've often had trouble kind of taking full advantage of my music due to limitations in playback equipment or software. So way back in 2005, I purchased a couple of uh, items that were called squeeze boxes. They were electronic, high-resolution streaming devices, really the first of their kind. 
I purchased a couple of those and those allowed me to stream music to my audio system from my computer over Wi-Fi. They were fantastic. But after 12 years or so of loyal service, my two Squeezebox, player, Squeezebox players wore out and they stopped working. Uh, basically, the screens failed and then the Wi-Fi board in one of them got a, got a crack or one, and it was um, inoperable. And by that time, Squeezebox had been bought out by Logitech and Logitech had retired Squeezebox, so they really didn't exist anymore. So I began, that was the point, I began my search for an affordable alternative uh, that would still give me the high quality music that I'd gotten used to with the Squeezebox. So after doing uh, a lot of research and kind of uh, going through some of the audio file forums that I, that I visit from time to time, I came across a product called Rune, R-O-O-N. Now, Rune is a music management and player application uh, that they pitch themselves as the music player for music lovers. And it's set up as an application that you subscribe to either on an annual basis or a lifetime subscription. The annual basis subscription is $119 a year and it's $4.99 for a lifetime. So basically, you subscribe to the service, you then install the core, which is the, 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 the meat of the system uh, of the software on a, on a system computer typically that's going to serve as your music server. Then you link your digital music files to that software. So I have a hard drive with all my uh, music files on it. So I point the software to that hard drive. Then Rune goes to work. It goes through and uh, scroll goes through and catalogs all the music that you have and links it all together in a format that it's very easy to review choose and play from any phone, tablet, or, or laptop. Now, Rune's biggest advantage that I found over um, most other music management or player applications is its deep metadata capabilities. And what that means is it links everything together. So as I'm going through and listening to music, I can click on a link to one of the session musicians that played with Steely Dan on their Asia album. And Rune will send me to all kinds of music this, that one of these musicians has uh, done over their career. So it's great for uh, discovering new music. And that's one of the things I enjoy about music is trying new things, listening to new music. Um, the other thing that Rune is great at is they've designed the whole system as a no compromise playback quality. Uh, they uh, give the ability to, to stream music at a super high bandwidth and, and very high quality. So in addition to cataloging and uh, streaming your own music that you might have on a hard drive, Rune integrates with Tidal, which is a music streaming service. I think Jay-Z started it, but one of the things that is good about Tidal is they offer a high quality music stream as well. Very, uh, very high quality, which ties in perfect with Rune. So I subscribe to Tidal as well. And between my own music and the music I get from Tidal, Rune provides an endless um, stream of great music, both my own and other music from other artists available over Tidal. Now I've been using Rune for almost three years and I really, really enjoy it. Now, Granted, it is definitely a luxury item, no doubt. Uh, when, you, when you think about it, you can load all of your music on iTunes for free, paying $120 a year, basically 10 bucks a month, 
is definitely a bit of a splurge. But music is one of those things that provides me great enjoyment, great relaxation. It's a great way to, uh, to just decompress or recharge and I just really enjoy music of all kinds. So for me, $10 a month for Rune plus paying a little extra for Tidal is well, well worth it. Highly recommend you check it out if you're into music. All right, well, that's about it for this episode of the Financial Clarity Podcast. Uh, If you'd like to subscribe to uh, receive each new episode as soon as it's released, you can definitely do that. Just go over to iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play and subscribe. And if you like what you hear and you want to help the show get a wider audience, I'd really appreciate you leaving a positive review on iTunes, Google, or Stitcher. Um, It's one of the best ways to help spread the word about the podcast. To leave me feedback, comments, uh, or suggestions on the show, uh, you can email me at mark at financialclaritypartners.com. And you can also find us over on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash financialclaritypartners, on Twitter at planwithclarity, and on Google Plus at financialclaritypartners. Thanks again for listening. Happy New Year. Take care.